Sirah, a biography of Muhammad, the last messenger of Allah, written by Professor Dr. Safwat Khalilovich. Chapter 10 Prophet Muhammad's Birth and Childhood Prophet Muhammad's Ancestors Historians divide the family tree of the last Prophet of Allah, Muhammad peace be upon him, into three periods. The first period includes the ancestors going way back to Adnan, a descendant of Ishmael. The second period goes back to Abraham, peace be upon him, and the third to Adam, peace be upon him. All famous biographers of the Prophet, peace be upon him, agree about the accuracy of the first period, but there are certain disagreements with respect to the second period, as it is difficult to authenticate the ancestors referred to in the third period from Abraham back to Adam, peace be upon them. The historians' views on this issue differ. For that reason, we will not mention the ancestors from the second and the third period. There is a consensus of scholars about the lineage in the first period from Muhammad peace be upon him to Adnan, Muhammad peace be upon him, son of Abdullah, son of Abdul Muttalib. Abdul Muttalib's real name was Shaiba, son of Hashim. Hashim's real name was Amr, son of Abdumanaf, whose real name was Al Mugira, son of Husay, whose real name was Aid, son of Kilab, son of Murra, son of Kab, son of Luay, son of Galib, son of Fikhr. His nickname was Quraysh, and Quraysh tribe was named after him. Son of Malik, son of El Nadr, his real name was Qais, son of Kinana, son of Huzayma, son of Mudrika, whose real name was Emir, son of Ilyas, son of Mudar, son of Nizar, son of Mad, son of Adnan. The eleventh ancestor of Muhammad, peace be upon him, was Fikr, whose nickname was Quraysh, and after whom the tribe was named. The information about Prophet Muhammad's ancestors is recorded in many historical sources. These sources elaborate in minute detail on the fifth ancestor, whose name was Qusay ibn Kilab. Qusay was born around 400 CE. His father, Kilab, died while he was still an infant, whereupon his mother Fatima married Rabia ibn Haram, who took them with him to Al-Sham, where Qusay grew up. When a quarrel broke out between Qusay and some members of the Rabia tribe, they offended him and called him a foreigner. Qusay complained to his mother, and she answered, O oh my son, your lineage is nobler than theirs. You are the son of Kilab ibn Murrah, and your people live in the proximity of the holy house in Mecca. Qusay returned to Mecca after that, and his seriousness and wisdom soon won him the respect of the Meccans. He worked hard, acquired much influence, and married a daughter of Hulayl from the Khuzak tribe, in whose hands was the guardianship of the Kaaba. When his father-in-law died, Qusay became the guardian of the holy house and the leader of Quraysh tribe. His guardianship of the Kaaba was confirmed by several neighboring tribes, and after the tribe of Husa withdrew, Qusay assumed all officials associated with the holy house and became the absolute ruler over Quraysh. He also established the Daro Nedve, the council, which had the role of a town hall where prominent Meccans met for deliberation and arbitration on important affairs. 
Historians state that the Kaaba had several offices, Al-Hijaba, Al-Sikaya, Al-Rifada, and Nedva, and Al-Liva, also called Al-Qiyada. Al-Hijaba involved the maintenance of the Kaaba and guardianship over its keys. Al-Sikaya means supplying pilgrims with fresh water and supplying them with food was Al-Rifada. Al-Nedva mean presiding over all councils, while Al-Liwa or Al-Qiyada was composed of a standard fixed to a staff, escorted by troops whenever they confronted an enemy. Hence, it signified subordinate command at times of war. Qusay combined all of these offices when he became the ruler of Mecca in the middle of the 5th century CE. Qusay had a lot of children. His eldest son's name was Abdul-Dar, but his son Abdul-Manaf, born circa 430 CE, although younger commanded greater respect with the people. However, before his death, Qusay, old Akaba, related officious to his eldest son Abd al-Dar. His sons did likewise after him, but they could not match the sons of Abdu'l-Manaf in honor and popular esteem. Hence Abdu'l-Manaf's sons, Hashim, Abdu'l-Shams, Al-Mutalib, and Naufal, decided to take over these privileges from their cousins. This almost caused a tribal war, but an agreement was reached under which Abdu'l-Manaf's descendants were granted two officials, the Sikaya and the Rifada, while Abdu'l-Adar's descendants kept the other three officials. Thereafter, the two parties lived in peace until the advent of Islam. The Prophet's great-grandfather Hashim, born circa 464 CE, was a very capable and successful man. Even in years of drought, he succeeded in providing water and food for pilgrims. Also, he was the one who standardized the two main caravan trips of the Meccan traders, the winter trip to Yemen and the summer trip to Al-Sham. The trips are referred to in Surah 106, Quraysh, of the Noble Quran. Mecca prospered under his wise leadership and his position strengthened throughout the Arabian Peninsula so it was soon recognized as the capital of Arabia. Hashim went in person to Byzantium and to the great Arab tribe of Ghassan to conclude treaties of friendship and good neighborly relations. From Byzantium he obtained a safe passage permission for Quraysh welded across the whole El-Sham. Hashim's brothers were also active. Abd el-Shams concluded a trade treaty with the king of Abyssinia, and Naufal and al-Mutalib concluded a treaty of friendship with Persia and a trade treaty with the Himeris of Yemen. All this secured progress and prosperity for Mecca. The Meccans became adept in trade and caravans came to Mecca from all directions. On one of his trips to el-Sham, Hashim stopped in Yathrib, Medina, where he saw Selma, daughter of Amr, of the Khazraj tribe. He was attracted to her, so he proposed to her. She accepted, and in that marriage she gave birth to Sheba, who was the Prophet's grandfather, also known as Abdul Mutallib.